Welcome to Jurassic World. episode we're discussing minute 99 of Jurassic World David one more off <laughs> to 100 uh, <laughs> but before we get to that um, I've got an article up here from uh, Jurassic Wiki uh, but I wanted to talk briefly about the research sign we get at the end of the minute um, I suppose we can talk about it more when we get there but um, we know that uh, Colin changed it in uh, pre-production last minute to have this research sign in here instead of the, uh, the East Dock sign that we'd seen in early production mm-hmm. photos just to uh, elaborate that there was more to uh, the old park than what we see in the film. Even though since they've used the exact same design in Camp Cretaceous for mm-hmm. research signposts there, which does that mean that it's not Jurassic Park, it's Jurassic World to show that there's more to Jurassic World we haven't seen? Well, interestingly, the Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous sign used the, the Jurassic World island shape this uses the classic Jurassic Park island shape mm. and font and signage design and all that. So I think this was something that was Jurassic Park era, or at least maybe very early Iris project era. Yeah. Because the road, we know this road leads to the um, Iris research station, so this could be an older sign that they put up when they first started the project and just never got around to changing the signage when the park opened, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah, well, the fact that it's still standing, termites haven't eaten it off at the ground. <laughs> and it's got sort of that the debris, the vines growing over it. Uh, yeah, that, that's what makes me think that it's old but not too old, you know? Well, you think, too, at this point, we're five years into the park running. I think the Ibris project started in 2003 or four, so... Mm-hmm. It looks like a sign of six years old, six, seven years old. It hasn't been maintained, rather uh, 26 years old, <laughs> like the like the, uh, the signs of the Jurassic era might have been. But one thing I didn't realise, there's a building behind it, um, or there's a, there's a concrete wall at least with um, mm-hmm. some older amber lights shining down and a power transformer behind the sign itself, which... Mm-hmm. I need to now look into where this was shot. If this was just something at the event Six Flags, an old wall there or something they drive past and filmed as a real location, uh, I'm guessing that's what it is and not an actual set to suggest that this is the research building the sign is pointing at. Mm-hmm. 
was kind of hard or difficult, I should say, to figure out exactly what it is because it does look like there's a wall there and almost maybe like a small building or something. Mm. But at the same time, they, the rest of the road does have sparsely lined streetlights. I saw some street lamps way further back. They're very sparsely popular, like probably like every... 500 feet but they're there mm. and it's just weird because this like you can if you can see vines crawling up something behind these street lights that look like they've been positioned to uh, be on either side of like a door or something yeah well initially you can see little bits of um, something sticking out from the street lights of photos to illuminate sort of like a ladder or something but the, with half the runs missing, but it's just yeah, that it's weird that the vine-covered wall with these lights on them, and then the um the power transforming you can see in the um, later shots as we get to reveal mm-hmm. the sign in its full full glory and that it's if it's if it's old park why why has it got power going to it still um it's yeah it's it's a mystery and I, again it's probably just a um an effect of the uh, them using a real real world location mm-hmm. for this road. And this being there, but it just I need to I need to learn more now. <laughs> I need to to find out what what this is. It just I've never every of course since the movie came out everyone's talking about the sign the mm-hmm. sign. What does the sign mean? But I've never heard anyone discuss the lighting, the the wall, the vines, and or the power. Yeah, I'm not sure if anybody's that. actually noticed it. I'm definitely going to be bringing this up with the Jurassicpedia people and like everybody else. Hmm. Yeah, but because even um, with that power pole behind, you can see the power coming up to the transformer and going back down as well. Which mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen that design power power pole before. Hmm, it definitely definitely warrants further looking into. Um, I'll post these photos up on the, uh, the Facebook page as well, so everyone else can have a look look at what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Look out to uh, drastic-pedia.com in the future for a possible future article on. Uh, on what we find out, what we, what we see, what we work out this is. Mm-hmm. Evacuate the island. We'd never reopen. You made a genetic hybrid, raised it in captivity. She is seeing all of this for the first time. She does not even know what she is. She will kill everything that moves. You think the animal is contemplating its own existence? She is learning where she fits in the food chain, and I'm not sure you want her to figure that out. Dave, reading again to Minute 99. Uh, sure. Alright, Minute 99, Jurassic World opens with a slow car chase and ends with vehicles driving past the decayed research sign. As the slow car chase continued last minute, uh, Claire sideswiped the raptor into a tree, unfortunately not killing it. As we continue into 99, the second raptor is still running slowly behind the Unimog. Grey sees two shock pods mounted to the wall beside him and grabs one. Being a veterinary vehicle, I'm guessing this is sort of just mandated to have the shock prods in case last resort. I don't think it'd be for carnivores. It might be just for larger herbivores yeah. not doing what they're meant to. It's just to get them moving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Grey grabs one, but as the boys struggle to try and uh, turn them, turn it on, uh, we can see one of the raptors get closer, now right at the rear doors and... Obviously, a uh, bit of an homage here to Tim and Lex trying to turn the torch off. We're here, the two boys are fighting over the shock pod trying to turn it on. Uh, <laughs> you figured we might be that qualified and I'm just flicking the switch to on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as you see, 
uh, Delta closing in here behind her, you can see one of the um, street lamps I mentioned. Mm. Yeah, it's odd. <laughs> No, I'm not going to go into it. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think at one point we thought it might have been the road leading to the old visitor centre as well, but we know that's that's in a different, completely different location. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Delta waits for those swing doors to open just at the right time and uh, leaps forward and uh, hangs onto the rear of the vehicle, not quite getting all the way in. And the boys get the prod going as uh, Delta starts to claw her way into the uh, the back and the camera on her head still still recording all this sort of control rooms now seeing that Claire and the boys are in danger as well and not being able to help obviously mm-hmm. but they get it going and hit the uh, hit the raptor on the uh, the chest with the uh, the shock prod and she goes tumbling out the back of the van onto the road and that's when we get the music changes mm-hmm. Claire asks if the boys are alright and Zach yells did you see that <laughs> and Grey tells Claire he can't wait to tell mum <laughs> uh, so it's all all happy 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 times here as um, they seem to think they defeated the Raptors and mm. uh, Claire Claire not wanting not wanting Grey to tell Mum any of it because <laughs> she knows she'll just completely disown her if uh, <laughs> Grey Grey talks too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking at some more of these screen caps here. I'm sorry, I keep going back. This this is bugging me. <laughs> And I'm going to say that this is something that was pre-established that we weren't meant to see because it looks like it appears several times across, they probably across the the scene here. And I'm looking at some of the other shots and in the background, you can see like a crumbling wall or a staircase or something in front of this concrete wall. Hmm. It looks like it has. It's got a step pattern. All right, we're changing you back to it. <laughs> I, I, if it is, if it is something like Six Flags, mm-hmm. um, I'd imagine normally the first thing when something's abandoned is all the electricity is shut off and deactivated, whether lights, pe- mm-hmm. cables are removed, uh, access to cable power and all that sort of re- is removed by the the state emergency board or whoever controls Not the power company. Usually, though, because sometimes, like, especially if the company is still around but just closed that specific site, they'll keep the lights on for security because if you keep the lights on, thieves are less likely to try to sneak in there because they'll think either, A, there's somebody watching it, or, B, they'll be seen. So that's where that's where real real world knowledge of Six Flags, because <laughs> it was it was taken out by the hurricane, wasn't it? Um, I'm not, not I'm not sure the story behind why that particular Six Flags was closed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I suppose as you said, yeah, having having the street lights on at least would um would uh, stop try and stop deter people mm-hmm. breaking in that sort of thing. Um, it's just a matter of whether whether that was the case here. Sure, it has to be, unless production got this lighting going for the scene, but again, when you've got a vehicle running down the road and you've only got CG assets chasing after it, I don't know how much lighting you'd need. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as you said earlier, how much of it is just stuff that we probably shouldn't be seeing. It's mm-hmm. They're going to say, right, it's dark, it's, it's just stuff in the background, hopefully mm-hmm. the underbrush and that covers most of it. Well, like I'm... Said, I'm watch. I'm looking at the the screen caps of the chase scene, and you can see it appear multiple times. 
in times when it should have been long past. And this is a, this is like before they even reach the research sign. So they're, they're reusing the same stretch stretch of road over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a trick they use, Spielberg used in The Lost World as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not sure where this was actually filmed, to be fair. So I don't know if this actually is the Six Flags or if it's just a random stretch of road that they found in Louisiana. Well, I'm just trying to think. The only time we see the Unimog on screen is at the Raptor enclosure, and that was filmed in the car park. Mm -hmm. That was there with the car park of the Main Street, wasn't it? Which one? So the the Raptor enclosure, that was all Mm -hmm. built. In that massive car park, yeah. Six Flags. No, actually, I think it was built at a former NASA site. The main street was built at oh. in the uh, in the parking lot. the The Raptor enclosure was built on a former NASA site. Oh, that's right, because you see all the um, yeah, you see all that behind the chain link fence. Mm-hmm. People trying to take photos, so it wouldn't be um, it would possibly be driving around the back of the NASA site somewhere that they might be old. Old launch, launch barriers or something. Something yeah. past. It might also explain why the trees don't seem to be overly tall either. They seem to be fairly short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Again, we're gonna have to keep on looking into that. <laughs> um, I've now completely lost where I am. <laughs> uh, swing doors open. Boys interrupted. Prague. Clear about to happen. Um. Oh yes, we get another music cue change here as um. Owen arrives on the scene. His motorcycle roaring onto the jungle from out of the jungle from seemingly nowhere. Um, the boys yell out to him, but I'm um, pretty sure he knows who they are <laughs> in the back of the in the back of the Unimog. As we said earlier, no sign of Blue here. She doesn't follow him out of the jungle, so she's off um, doing something else. But uh, he guns the bike and rides around the front of the vehicle, slowing by the driver's door and yells to Claire, "We've got to get indoors. Follow me." So he's got a plan to get everyone to safety. Obviously, he knows they're going back to Main Street. I don't know how Claire assumes that, but uh, she picks up a phone and dials two digits and gets Larry somehow. So I don't know if this phone's just a on-island uh, way of communicating and not necessarily a cell phone. But we did get her get a call from her sister earlier. So I don't know. Don't know how that happened. Unless I suppose two touches of the screen would get you to the phone book um, mm-hmm. and bring up the control room number or Larry's number. But he says over, oh, she says over the phone, Larry, we're heading your way, calling a chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think she knows that uh, the chopper's coming, but not for not for them. But uh, as the minute ends, we see the vehicles passed, drive that uh, concrete wall with the couple of street lights, as we mentioned earlier, and the uh, the old Jurassic era, or the old research sign, at least anyway. Mm-hmm. With the mysterious concrete structures behind it. <laughs> That's... Uh, Needs to be further researched. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, and then starting another tangent, anything else from <laughs> uh, the end of the car chase we need to discuss? I think it's a little bit of a little bit of excitement there, but um, mm-hmm. we just had it with the Indominus kill on that. Yeah. I suppose we need to have uh, have Claire and the kids be involved somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My next my project for the rest of I think this weekend is finding where this chase scene happened. Hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. You sort of Google Google filming locations, and of course they're gonna they're gonna tell you the main ones. Yeah, I mean, um, well, those are the ones I'm finding, the main ones. Yeah, 
No like, one ever seems to go into that little bit of yeah. depth. <laughs> the waterfall, Napali Coast, um, Jarosphere Valley, all the, uh, the like all the all the normal ones that we all know well know very well about, you know. Mm. Oh, get away, blowfly! I bet that's coming across the mic real well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we're um. We found something to do with our weekend now. <laughs> By the time this comes out, hopefully we've uh, discovered discovered the truth behind it. Um, in the novel, as we mentioned, as I mentioned last minute, uh, we're still in the lab clearing it out. We don't return to the Unimog chase for a few more minutes, uh, novel-wise. So nothing else to add there. Uh, Dave, ninety-nine was interesting. Uh, more to come. Anything else before we get out of here for the day? No, I think we're good. <laughs> 